What was that? I don't know, it seemed pretty sketchy. Well, maybe it could be prenatal vitamins or something, right? I don't know, you went through a lot of trouble to hide it. I mean, it sounds ridiculous. You don't think you could be poisoning her? Oh, God, I hope not. Hello, and welcome to another episode of That's So Random, a random movie podcast. I am Heath Lambert. My guest this episode, a couple of all-stars. Welcome to the three-timers club, Megan. <laughs> Hello. And Sai is back as Hello. well. Previously did, you did Wicked Little Things, and you did... How could you forget? I'm <laughs> There's so many episodes. Circus of the Dead. Oh, God, yes. Circus of the Dead. <laughs> and then I made it up to you with uh, another one. Or another no, one was first. Mm-hmm. What was it, though? Oh, the... The Last Exorcism. The Last Exorcism, right. So I figured two great tastes go great together. Yeah. Uh, our movie this episode is, well, <laughs> Alterverse. When you look on Tubi, and it came out in 2020, uh, but if you try to find it anywhere else, you're not going to find it because that movie doesn't exist. <laughs> so I had to do some deep diving through by way of the cast on IMDb to find out that it's actually a movie called The Occupants, which came out in 2015. So I don't know what that situation is. I don't know if it was in film festivals then and then sat on a shelf till 2020 and they changed the name because there was another movie in 2015 called The Occupants <laughs> that had the lady from Palm Springs in it who was the the mom at the end of How I Met Your Mother. Or if it's... Because I, I would have sworn it looks very much like a pandemic movie, right? It's just two right. actors in one spot. There's one other actor they talk to over a Zoom call, basically. Mm -hmm. So it coming out in 2020 would make perfect sense. It's like, okay, we did this low-budget movie during the pandemic, kind of like that movie right. Host or any number of other. But no, it was made in 2015. It just happens to, I don't know what the situation there is. I feel like it's a movie that if you can get past the absolutely ridiculous setup for the premise, the premise itself is really good and really cool. But boy, you got to turn your brain off for a little bit <laughs> because <laughs> how we get there is real, real dumb. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and it's found footage, pretty cheap version of found footage. But I feel like decent performance, like not, not terrible performances, certainly. Yeah. And I appreciate that it's, it's a tight 80 minutes. There's no fluff. There's no filler. We're going to get in. We're going to tell the story. Get out. I appreciated that also. So it starts with the logo for the, the very cheap looking logo for the Peterson Research Institute and kind of a disclaimer that like this is footage we pulled off Annie Curtis's remote server and we've kind of cobbled it together into this documentary, air quotes, and this is just so people can see what happened. Yeah, my husband walked in when uh, that logo came up and uh took one look and he goes oh no what are you gonna watch <laughs> yeah it's a it's not a great start <laughs> seeing that you think you're in for a lot worse trip than you are but we meet annie and neil curtis and annie is played by a lady named brianna white who movie wise hasn't done a whole lot else but her kind of since this her kind of her claim to fame now is she's the voice of Aerith on the final fantasy 7 remake oh wow 
So that's pretty cool. That's exciting. That's something. So, all right, let's just get the let's get the setup out of the way first, and just get over the hump, <laughs> d- dwell in the dumbness for a minute, and then move on to it actually being, I thought, pretty entertaining and interesting movie. Annie is a documentarian. We see little, I don't know what her first documentary was, but we see little clips of her when she's editing some other documentary she worked on. But her new idea for a documentary is she's going to set up cameras in her kitchen, living room, dining room, and her office. And they're going to be on 24-7 because her and her husband are going to do the raw vegan detox diet. And this is going to chronicle... And her husband even makes a joke, like, so it's like reverse supersize me. <laughs> She's like, whatever, kind of. But, which, I don't, how are you going to make an interesting documentary out of that? I guess it's just see, like, it's going to chronicle the effects of, like, what does this do to our body? Like, we're gonna, it's going to suck for a while and then we'll have more energy or who knows. But thrown into this explanation, just kind of as if it's no big deal, <laughs> is also people say that when you, like, when you're totally detoxed, and you're like more like your body's like attuned with the universe or whatever, you can start to see like parallel dimensions. And of course, her husband's like, "Well, that's stupid." <laughs> of course not. Yeah, as soon as, as soon as they said that, I was like, "Oh no, <laughs> I hope that's not where this is going." It is where this is going. <laughs> as far as like the diet being the cause. Yeah, for that's. I wish. The alternative dimension. I wish there would have been a scene or something with a different explanation where they're like, oh, we thought it was that, but of course it wasn't that because that's idiotic. Right. It's just some other weird fluke or something, you know. But we're never given, we're given to believe that it's because they've done, <laughs> they're doing this detox diet that they can suddenly have access. But it's their, initially it's their cameras that are seeing into another dimension, not them. So their cameras are on a diet? Like, <laughs> right. I don't <laughs> I was so confused. And there is a little bit of talk of like, well, where did you get these cameras from? She's like, I don't know. I bought them in a pawn shop. Like, you know, they're not like special cameras or anything. But so that's the setup. And it's very, very stupid. But once we're past that and we actually get into like, oh, you can see into an alternate universe. You can see an alternate version of your house, alternate versions of yourself. And their life is different than yours. And what do you do if they're not such great people (laughs) and their life isn't as great? Do you intercede? Do you not? What happens? Like, that's all really interesting stuff. Mm-hmm. They decide no cameras in the bedroom, the bathroom, or Neil's office, which makes sense. He's kind of, I mean, he's real hesitant. Look, he loves he loves his wife, <laughs> so he's going to play along with her weird stuff. But, yeah, he's not especially enthused about this diet, because this is a man who likes his potato chips and his beer. Like, you know, <laughs> he's... In that initial setup, I was like, did you guys discuss this at all before you just turned cameras on and decided you were going to do this? Because he seems very shocked by all of it. No, he comes home and he's like, what is all this? (laughs) Because he's seeing the camera setup. So no, she didn't really explain it to him at all until it was too late. (laughs) But he rolls with it because he's a good dude, I guess. And he probably thinks she's not going to last long. (laughs) Like She likes caffeine too much, but they stick with it. Well, for a while, they do wind up giving it up. So there's a scene of them cleaning out the fridge, and she made, like, getting rid of all the, anything with sugar, just, the only thing that's going to be allowed in the house now is raw fruits and vegetables. No thanks, forget it. (laughs) It's, even if I was guaranteed, and it's a known scientific fact that if I do this, I'm going to get to see into other dimensions, 
no, I'm good. (laughs) I can't live that way. Some people do, but it's not for me. And she makes a raw vegan lasagna, which I don't don't even know how that works. (laughs) What is it made of? (laughs) So it has no pasta, no meat. No sauce. Definitely carrots. Right. Like she calls it plastic lasagna, like that's like the name for it. But is it actually plastic? Because I don't, <laughs> I don't know what else it could be made of. What else could it be? But uh, it's not a hit. They're both kind of he and he's trying to be nice. She's like, oh, this isn't great. And he's like, no, it's pretty good. Like it's fine. And then they're both kind of just, oh god, and you know, chewing it with <laughs> grimaces on it. So it's gonna be harder than they thought to eat this way. Which, which, what did you think? I mean, <laughs> I don't know what you were expecting. Right. Yeah. So she's going through the first kind of footage that she has and getting ready to, you know, starting to edit and just looking through. I mean, what could be more boring than watch? And as someone who has to edit a podcast every week, (laughs) having to listen to yourself, I can't imagine having to sit and watch hours of footage of just you sitting around your house. Yeah. And trying to make something out of it. How boring. But and a lot a lot of the shots that we get are from her sort of webcam as she's at her workstation so we're seeing her at the computer and then whatever footage she's looking at and editing on top of that but down in the corner the shots of her living room at one point change and become it's still their living room but there's different art on the walls the lighting is very different and they are very different she's looking at versions of them like she's our our Annie is blonde and Alter Annie has dark hair, and other Neil is clean shaven instead of having a like a mustache and a goatee. So she's like, "What is this?" <laughs> they're just you know they're just sitting around watching TV or sitting in the dining room eating, but they don't seem happy. <laughs> you know, they're yeah they just kind of sit and don't talk <laughs> to each other and eat and like they seem kind of I don't know miserable is the right word, but they're just kind of shuffling through life day by day and they're not. You know, they don't have this sort of affection and exuberance that Arneil and, and Annie seem to have for each other. So, Well, it's because they eat junk food, obviously. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. and part of me does wonder, is this like propaganda for <laughs> vegan diet? Like, yeah. it, But it shouldn't be because it, it all, this all turns out horribly. But <laughs> I can't tell if Sai is just really quiet because she doesn't have much to say or if she's quiet because her speakers are very low. <laughs> I just... The movie was, I was so bored through the first half of it. And then after it continued, I was like, okay, this is kind of getting interesting. And the entire time I was just sitting here like, the movie is okay. It's not terrible, but they had the possible setup. What they could have done was not, yes, they could have added in that she was a filmmaker. That could have helped, but they could have switched it and been like, we, because in the movie they say, we're struggling with having a kid. They've gone to doctors. It's touched on, but not like fully went through. They could have done, we finally have a kid. They're a little, like they're finally having their kid. They're a little neurotic about like what to do. And so the baby cameras, because the baby cameras, a lot of them have the app where you can go through all the feed. They could have set it up like that. It just, it didn't make sense. Like the beginning of it just, it was like, they were just trying to throw and see what sticks when they could have like, at least on something like that like oh they're paranoid there was a break-in so they got cameras the baby's coming they have cameras they could have set it up a little bit better and then i don't know just the setup like i I just 
yeah, can't the, get the, past that. The setup is is a big big problem. <laughs> yeah, that that you just wrote a better beginning for this movie than they did because right. that would be a much smoother, less ridiculous way to kick this off and get it going. Because you don't need. We're seeing into another dimension. You don't need to explain it at all. Just say, wow, this is a weird thing that's happening. We don't know why it's happening. Good enough for me. Right. I don't need this this raw vegan diet bullshit. Yeah, and I and there's yeah, so they definitely could have started it different. And there's ways I think and I'm torn if I would have liked this better or worse, but I think, you know, this could have become a very different movie where like one of the other ones comes over to our side and like replaces them. That's what I thought it was going to be. Yeah, there's there's so much that you could do there. I felt like I don't know. I felt like as soon as I was getting like into it, like, oh, okay, where are they going to go next? The movie ended. <laughs> yeah. But I'm, uh, again, also, I'm glad that it did not uh, overstay its welcome and it wasn't like two hours long or anything like that. Yeah. And it would have been a tightrope to walk to do what I'm talking about. But especially since you have other Annie wants to have a kid and is having trouble getting pregnant, it would kind of be a cool thing if like, she dyes her hair blonde, she comes over to our side, seduces Neil, and goes back, you know? Like, gets yeah. knocked up by the, her, the better version of her husband, because her husband's a fucking asshole, you know? That could have been an interesting, like, oh, now my child is on the other side of this thing in this other version of my wife, like that. But you mm-hmm. need, you need a whole, you need like an extra 45 minutes of movie for that, so I'm kind of glad they didn't, but, I don't know, that's what direction they could have gone. Anyway, we're getting ahead of ourselves. So yeah, so she brings Neil in and is like, look at this. What do you think of this? And they're, they are way too nonchalant about yeah. what they're seeing. <laughs> because yeah. I would be losing my mind. I would not be calling some random fringe new age scientist guy for advice. I would be calling, I don't know, <laughs> the news? the yeah. somebody like. I was like, why are they not freaking out right now? <laughs> She's just like, hey, honey, take a look at this. Yeah, and they're like, that's crazy. <laughs> yeah, it is crazy. You should be a little more weird. excited and or scared or something. Like, your entire perception of how the universe works just changed <laughs> in the last two minutes. And they're a little, yeah, a little mellow about it. I feel like they kind of pulled a back to the future in the sense that, did they ever explain exactly how Annie knew that scientist? I feel like they didn't. They said that she, they had worked together before. She had done a documentary about the wetlands and he had consulted on it or something. So they knew each other from that. Uh, That's the only real thing they say about it. But so they're, so now they're like watching, it's like their new favorite TV show. They're just watching (laughs) their alternates eat pizza because they can't now. So they're inside of living vicariously that way. And they gather, or Annie gathers that other Annie is an entertainment lawyer which is what she almost was before she became a documentarian. She, like, went to school for that, and well, I don't know if she dropped out or what, but that was her original career path, and then she diverted from it. So this is like, this is us if we had made, you know, slightly different decisions. But they also noticed that they're not, yeah, they don't seem too happy. <laughs> they just seem to, like, they're almost like roommates, who, rather than husband and wife. But they still, but they have the same name, the same house. They're still married. So it's just, yeah, it's like, the dark universe version of of us she does some tests to see like okay is this is this localized inside the house so she takes the camera outside for like half an hour and nothing happens so she's like okay it's just inside our house because of our diet i guess (laughs) 
but yeah, so she has a Zoom call. Well, this is before Zoom even existed in 2015, but, you know, a video call with this Dr. Peterson, who's played by Robert Ricardo, who was the doctor on Star Trek Voyager. And he's been in other stuff here and there, so he's a recognizable face. He has theories, none of which come to anything. Though, I mean, there are probably better explanations than this diet shit, but, you know, he's like, oh, some people think that, you know, the Mayan calendar thing came and went and it didn't actually mean the end of the world it just meant the end of the world as we know it and once that date hit like this stuff's going to start happening all the time people are going to be able to see into other dimensions travel to other dimensions you know so this is that which i mean also isn't a great explanation but I don't, it's got to be better than this diet thing i was gonna say i'd prefer the diet thing or it's like thought sort of like radio stations if you're going to tune your thoughts to a different station you can see perceive different things so all sort of new agey but none of those proved to be you know i guess we don't really know what maybe it just happened to coincide with the diet thing because when they get off the diet it doesn't stop right so maybe it's just they think it's the diet and it's not really i I would feel better about that (laughs) if it is just a random thing that they it's just happening for reasons that's all it's reasons yeah but then don't just don't waste any screen time trying to convince me it's this diet thing even if whether it is or not just leave it out altogether yeah no they didn't need to add that line but the doctor's only advice is like well just yeah just keep recording and observing and i would i would love copies of all this when you're done she's like yeah we'll see (laughs) when i'm done making my documentary he's trying to kind of shoehorn in there and she's not going for it but his number one piece of advice is just don't interfere and they're like how would we even interfere like we're just watching you know He's like, I don't know, I just don't. Yeah, so their alters aren't happy. They don't even really seem to touch each other or hug or kiss or anything. But other Annie has an office party, work party, and uh, asks Neil to go with her. And he seems kind of surprised that she would ask him along. <laughs> so they don't, they must not socialize much. I don't know. He seems to just sit around and watch TV, kind of. I don't even know if he has a job. Because <laughs> she probably makes enough for both of them. But, but he goes with, and we see them coming home from the party. Probably a little tipsy, who knows. But they're like, hey, you know, that was actually a good, we had a good time tonight. Like, this was a good night for us, you know. And sort of feeling the vibes and in the mood, they wind up, we see them starting to make out. And then they go to the room, you know. So they have had sex, what seems for probably the first time in a while. Because they both seem kind of surprised that it's happening. Yeah. But it is important. And so the next day in our, you know, regular universe, Neil finds... An earring on the floor in their living room by their in front of their little like table that they have pictures and stuff on and he brings it in and he's on the computer again brings it into her and is like hey i found your earring she's like that's not my earring he's like what do you mean <laughs> it's in our house of course it is and she's like no i don't have earrings like this it's like i don't know what to tell you i found it out there and then she's watching the footage from the night before of them coming home from the party and she sees other annie take the earrings off and miss the table and it falls on the floor and she does a real (laughs) fake like enhanced image zoom shit you know which like csi zoom yeah which i don't yeah i don't know that (laughs) her program is capable of doing that yeah yeah but maybe she has really good editing software i don't know but she (laughs) but she zooms in so she can see that yeah other aaron did 
that's the earring she was wearing. She dropped it. And when you pan down to where it fell on the floor, there's a real bad special effect. Because, again, this is a cheap movie, so I'll forgive it. But real bad special effect of this earring sort of warping through some kind of like whoop, portal and winding up on their side, in their house. So now, not only can we see over there, an object has been transferred. But apparently this, the portal is just this little spot in front of their table, like, which will, at some point will start to accommodate full-grown human beings, and I'm not sure how that works, but... Yeah. Because how do they never accidentally, like, oh, I'm walking through a living room, whoop, and then whoops, I went through the portal and I'm on the other side. I don't know. Right. I'm not saying the movie doesn't have problems. <laughs> I'm just saying it, it's interesting. Yeah, at this point they decide the diet is over. <laughs> she brings in some chips and she's like, Come, we're done with this. I'm on a... This is not what the movie's about anymore. This isn't what my documentary is about anymore. Now it's about this crazy shit that's happening to us that we're not really talking about. So forget the diet, you know. In the sense, the phenomenon doesn't end then, that helps me a little bit and convinces me that maybe it wasn't the diet after all. So that's good. Mm-hmm. And the next thing, we're going to get through this real fast because there's not a ton of... Well, first off, it's 80 minutes. Secondly, there's not a lot of plot, you know? Oh, yeah. But... They're watching the footage, and other other Annie is pregnant. And she finds this to be really good news, because she's, I guess, they had tried for a long time and then kind of given up. Other Neil, not enthused. <laughs> He's like, okay, love you, bye, and goes to work, like, leaves and goes to work. No, like, that's great, I'm happy, no hug, just peace out. <laughs> so he's not into it, and that sucks. Oh, yeah, that killed me. That scene, I was like, oh, God. It's like, he would come home and I would be gone. (laughs) Right. (laughs) So, our Neil and Annie have a conversation where Neil's like, okay, could, like, we had sex the same night. Because they, watching other Annie and Neil getting ready to have sex after the party that night, got them all worked up and they went and had sex too. And he's like, could you be pregnant? And she's like, why would I be pregnant too? Just because she is. He's like, I don't know. Could you check though? (laughs) Can you go find out? Because. Please. Yeah, let's not just assume things because we're already living in crazy town. So, but so she takes a test and she's not pregnant. So they're like, "Phew, okay." Well, Neil's like, "Phew, okay," and she's like, "Well, gee, thanks." Yeah, that's great. <laughs> How much different are you from other Neil then? And he's like, "No, no, 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 no." Like, just we had given we, whereas other Neil they had kind of given up. They were just like, we like we talked about it, and it's not like we're not, we're not ready yet. It's not time yet. We're not where we need to be with our jobs or whatever, you know. I wouldn't I wouldn't be mad about it. I'd just not, you know, but I'm a little, yeah, I guess I'm a little relieved. So they have a little bit of a, not an, even an argument about it, but a disagreement maybe. And the next thing that happens is they see from the camera in the, because where, where they have their camera set up is also the, for some reason, <laughs> don't ask questions, is also where they can see into the other well, yeah, I mean, I guess that makes sense, but... So, like, where they have the camera set up in the corner of their kitchen is the same view into the other kitchen, and they see other Neil, clean-shaven Neil, evil Neil, <laughs> basically slipping other Annie a miscarriage Mickey. Like, I don't know how else to describe it. Like, he drugs <laughs> her with some kind of... Yeah, she looks it up because... ulcer medication or something? It's an ulcer medication that is also known to cause miscarriages, so don't take it if you're pregnant. And he slips it in her tea, and next thing you know, uh, other Annie has a miscarriage, and other Neil, you know, seems like helpful and supportive of her, and but 
obviously does not tell her he's the cause of it. So our Neil and our Annie are like, holy shit, did we just see what we, like, did that just happen? Did he just do that? And then it raises the question, you know, Neil is immediately, immediately like, well, you know, I would never do that, right? Like, that's him and we're not the same person. And she's like, yeah, I know, I know. Because that would have been, that would have been another angle this could have gone, especially since there's no camera in Neil's office. That what's Neil up to in his office? What's he doing? Other Neil's real shady. Good. You know, so what's my Neil up to? And it could have caused some friction and a rift of like, she's suspicious of him now for no reason. But I don't know. I kind of like that they always have each other. It doesn't go that way. They kind of always have each, always have each other's backs. And then some, the next day or a couple days later or whatever, our Annie wasn't feeling so good and she took another test and now she is pregnant. So now the question becomes, am I only pregnant because she is? Like, is our link and our bond like that strong? It just took a couple days later or what? Like, what happened? But our Annie is pregnant now too. And she decides this can't stand. If my Neil did to me what her Neil did to her, I would want to know about it. Because that's a terrible and shitty thing to do. So I know where this little portal is. I'm going to try something here. She writes a note to other Annie explaining what happened, why she miscarried sends it through the portal and then they're sitting it's sort of as tense as this movie gets kind of because they're sitting that her and neil are sitting watching like okay who's going to get home first and find this like there's the note on their floor that we sent over there but if he finds it first it's gonna be bad news so it's kind of a, like a nail bitey like oh is he gonna get it no mm -hmm. she finds it first so they see her reading it so now they know other annie knows what happened and she is also not i mean she's kind of looking around her living room like where did this note come from and you know Someone's watching. Someone's watching us. Like that's weird. But she's also way too mellow about <laughs> the fact that you just yeah. got a note from your alternate self in another dimension, which I probably wasn't in the note. But just yeah, the note's just like he poisoned you and caused you to miscarry. But other Annie is clever. We have a scene of her figuring out because they sent with a the note. They sent a picture. They printed out uh, like a screen grab of him with the prescription bottle and sent that over to her. And looking at it, she can tell what the angle is in her kitchen. So she goes to where there's no cameras on their side, but where there's cameras on our side. And she figures out like, oh, this is where they're watching us from. And she like holds the thing up to, so they can see it. And they're like, wow, she's smart. <laughs> she figured that out real fast. And then I'm talking so much. Do you guys have anything to say? Please. I feel bad. I was, I was just immediately disappointed that she's just like I'm gonna interfere even though I was told specifically not to interfere I'm gonna send this note I couldn't like yeah it sucks that that happened and I would want to know about it too but I'm not going to try risk breaking reality to yeah I guess I guess because the earring already came across and didn't cause any sort of destruction or problems she thought it was okay. And I can see where she's coming from of wanting to be like, never mind that that's another version of me. And I would want someone to do that for me. Just from one woman to another. Mm -hmm. I would want to warn her. Yeah. Because if he's, what's he going to do next? If he's done that, you know, this is a bad dude. <laughs> he's up to no good. And she should be warned. I'm sure she imagined like, what's the worst that's going to happen? She's going to leave. They'll get divorced. She's not imagining what's going to happen is going to happen. So. Sure. You know, I see where she's coming from. Yeah, I just, I was like, really? We're going to just throw all logic out the window, huh? <laughs> I mean, there has to be some interaction between them 
for the movie's yeah, sake, yeah, for the no, story's sake. And we're not going to go as movies. far as to do the, the replacement thing that I've thought of. So, right, right, yeah. No, in, in the in the logic of the movie, that makes sense totally. But in in real world logic, I was like, "You're dumb." So, <laughs> next thing you know, our Annie is in the kitchen getting something out of the fridge, and she turns around, and dark-haired Annie, other Annie, is in the kitchen with her and smacks her in the face with the frying pan <laughs> and knocks her the fuck out and then is just gone and you're like whoa what that so other annie has figured out how to bring herself through the portal like i mean she's smart she figured out this is you know this is where i found the note this is where my earring maybe i guess disappeared <laughs> but you could have sent sent her back the earring too that would have been nice yeah somehow and we don't see it because they don't have a special effects budget like that but has figured out a way somehow to come over to nice Annie and Neil's reality and you know, the first thing she does is knock out not go after other our Neil which you would think would be you know, but I guess you're right she doesn't like her meddling either so yeah she kind of just does that she knocks Annie out and then leaves again and then we see her Neil comes home and finds her like hey whoa you're like passed out on the floor what happened she's like oh my god other Annie was here and she hit me in the face like that's fucked up we should, should we call, like, we should probably call the police, right? And he was like, what police? <laughs> the other, like, the other universe police? What do you mean? What is the, how, what are they going to do? Tell them we had a break-in? Like, the call's coming from inside the house. <laughs> like, no one broke into your house. They came in from the inside, so. I don't know what the police are going to do for you. So they go back to watching the cameras, and they see Annie, other Annie, drug, some kind, put some kind of knockout something in other Neil's beer so that he just like passes out at the kitchen table and then we don't see any what happens with that again for a little bit but at this point our Neil and Annie are like okay she's he's bad news and she's a psycho so this is we gotta stop this like this has gone too far we shouldn't have fucked around now we're finding out this has got to stop so let's send her a note saying like hey we're gonna get rid of the cameras we're sorry about what happened. We're sorry we interfered. Let's just, we'll leave you alone. You leave us alone and we'll forget any of this happened. And they go to bed that night thinking everything will be fine, I guess, or hoping. And the next day they wake up and there's on a, on a picture of them that's on that table is written in yellow paint, no deal. And then Annie reveals that she has a yellow paint handprint on her stomach that was done while she was sleeping. And the time, I don't know why they did it this way. I feel like, because there's a scene coming up where they show other Annie in their house with the camera, with the paint, putting the handprint on her, putting mm -hmm. no deal on the picture to like show us what she did. While, but it's like a little while later. I feel like they should have inserted it, like just have that happen. And then we're like, whoa, what's going on? Yeah. You know, and then have them wake up and find, rather than showing us the results first and then going back and showing us. But yeah, she filmed herself doing all that stuff. And so they're on the call with Dr. Peterson again. And they're like, how do we stop this? Because like we tried, to, we tried to talk to her and it's not working and things have turned violent. We don't know what's going on with other Neil. We took the cameras down so we can't see over there anymore. But um, she can still come into our house. <laughs> this is bad news. And I just don't find out how she did that. Like, I would love for there to have been... A scene where they look into the cameras and they watch her and they find out how she originally did that because we don't ever really find out how she got through right 
Uh, no, I, she just figured it out. I mean, I, they barely had a special effects budget to send an earring over and show it to yeah. us, so <laughs> a person is out of bounds. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, I, I, thing, I don't I need to see everything, I guess. <laughs> the point gets across, but he's got some more, I don't know where he's getting this information, I don't know, but he's like, look, the the only way to close these portals is if there's some kind of disaster, like an earthquake or a volcanic eruption, or like you burn your house down. <laughs> They're like, well, we're not burning our house down, it's our house, also that's arson, so there's got to be another way. We'll keep that in our back saying, pocket. Like, I'm not saying burn your house down, but like, <laughs> burn your house down. <laughs> I'm just saying, if you want this portal closed, that's all the information I have for you. Say so like, right. <laughs> well, we'll put that in our back pocket for later, but for now, let's not run our house down. So I'm going to try one more time to reason with her. We're going to film a video message of Annie saying, like, look, we are very, very sorry that we interfered. We're very sorry for what happened to you. I just, I felt I needed to warn you about your Neil. My Neil's not like that. Please leave us alone. We've taken the cameras down and they must, I get why they don't show up, but they must send that camera through the portal to her so that she can watch it. That's the only way they could have gotten that to her, I assume. So then we get, well, and then that camera comes back to them through the portal. Again, we don't see that. It's just they walk into the room and there's a camera sitting on the floor, but it's like all burnt. It's like charred now. And they're like, oh shit. And they watch the footage that's on there and they see, yeah, like we were saying, we see what it was other Annie did when she came to their house. So we see her with the paint. We see her watching them sleep <laughs> and like, so she could have killed them in their sleep. I still don't know. It's still, it's baffling to me why she knocked Annie out with the frying pan and then just left. <laughs> That's, unless that was just like her way of saying hello. I don't, I don't know. But so they see all that. So they see what she did while she was in their house. And then the next bit of footage that's on this camera for them to watch is uh, still drugged up. Other Neil is in bed. And like pleading with Annie, like, you know, like, I'm fucked up right now. What are you doing? <laughs> this isn't cool. And she's like, I know what you did. You know, I know you made me miscarry. And he's, oh, no, well, now he feels bad. <laughs> he seems to be very, maybe more scared than frightened, but, or more scared than sad and, and you know, sorry. But. And he delivers the best excuse ever. <laughs> no, it's, it's a terrible excuse. And she calls it out, too. He's like, I was so worried, like, because she's miscarried before, I guess, a bunch of times before, and that's why they don't have a kid. He's like, I was so worried, when you got pregnant, I was so worried that you were going to have to go through the miscarriage again, so I made you miscarry <laughs> on purpose. And she, yeah, she's like, that's the stupidest thing. Like, what do you even mean? I mean, I guess, I mean, that's terrible, but I, I guess his logic is, a miscarriage early is better than a miscarriage later on you know if she if the pregnancy progressed a bit more and then she had a miscarriage it would be like that much worse so let's just nip this in the bud now but that's assuming like I mean, she's gonna have to she's gonna have a miscarriage one or the other which you don't know that right yeah he tries to frame it as like he was trying to be helpful but it doesn't fly because she then <laughs> pours gasoline all over him and lights his ass on fire <laughs> And it's a bad, you know, after effects, special effect, you know, fake, not even CGI, but, you know, flying toaster computer <laughs> fire on him. But that's the budget. What can you do? Sure. Um, and that's the last thing we see on the camera. So she burnt up Neil. She burnt down the other version of their house. So now the portal is closed in theory. They assume. So like, whew, okay, we're safe now. That's terrible what we just witnessed. <laughs> 
I almost, they, they kind of almost feel bad for bad Neil, even though he's a bad guy, but he, I don't know, maybe he didn't deserve that. Maybe he did. I don't know. Yeah. And the last scene is we cut, yeah, this did go fast to, I guess, months in the future. Annie is big pregnant now. And Neil comes in and says like, oh, you know, I missed a, I missed a bit. It didn't, I guess it doesn't really matter, but we missed a bit when they were on that last uh, video call with Dr. Peterson. For a second, Neil appears behind them screaming. Oh, yeah. And the, and the doctor can see it on the Zoom. He's like, whoa, what was that? And they're like, I don't know. <laughs> that was, was weird. Was that him on fire? Yeah, it must have been him on... Yeah, it must have been. But he was, like, standing up. It just looked like he was screaming, right. but it was kind of orangey. So, yeah, I didn't think of that. Because the time frame is off. Because it's not... Everything we've seen before mm -hmm. has been, like, concurrent. But... Right. Her setting the house on fire and stuff happened when they weren't look at, watching it because they had the cameras down, so they're playing catch up. Yeah, I guess. Mm -hmm. So yeah, that would make sense. But yeah, Annie's big and pregnant now. Neil comes in, is like, "Hey, we got the house, so they're they are buying another house and moving out of here, which is understandable." And then other Annie appears behind them, and then it just cuts to black, and the thing comes up on the screen that's like, "That's the last footage of them. They were never seen again." <laughs> wow, that was abrupt. Yeah. So yeah, it didn't work out for anybody. Presumably, Evil Annie killed them and burnt their house down too. I don't know. And now she's just wandering around our world. I don't know. Who knows? Is she even Evil Annie? I mean, she was pushed to that. I mean, that's a discussion that Neil and Annie have. Is that like, because Neil's like, oh, she's a lunatic. <laughs> she's like, hey, right. she was pushed pretty far. Like, what happened to her was terrible. Mm -hmm. And you know, have some sympathy, but. Yeah, she maybe crossed a line now. <laughs> but so presumably she's just walking around our world doing who knows what. So and then we see some we see some footage of like other people that because this Peterson Institute has other files on other people that this has happened to. Right. I guess. But it must have been since then because Dr. Peterson didn't seem to know a whole lot about what was happening to them. So maybe his mind calendar thing is correct and it's going to accelerate and escalate and it's going to start happening to people all the time. I don't know. But, and that's the end of the movie. That's Ultraverse. Again, if you can get past the the ludicrous setup and some of the dangling questions and the, and the budget, you know, the budgetary constraints, um, there's there's a real good movie hiding in here. For me. I don't yeah. know. You guys can sound off on it too. I mean, but. I don't know. I'm on the fence with it. I feel like there's a lot of stuff that I have to forgive to enjoy the movie, but you know, at at the end of the day, like there, I really liked the concept. Um, I felt like it was something different, which anything different nowadays, I'm mm -hmm. like, yes, awesome, good. So um, it just, I guess, depends for me on how much you're willing to overlook. Yeah, like I said, if you can get over the hump of the explanation, the so-called explanation for why this is happening and just kind of put that out of your mind and focus on, you know, the rest of it. And I mean, look, everybody's multiverse crazy right now. This is the week that Doctor Strange comes out this weekend. You know, we're this is the madness of the multiverse right here. So it's very much in the zeitgeist multiverse stuff right now. So I don't know. you can watch it. Yeah. It's a multiverse thing, you know, if that's your bag currently mm -hmm. you could do a lot worse sigh yeah that's true i 
I don't know if it's just my brain trying to make up for the lousy movie, but I've, as I've been listening to you guys, it's kind of grown like a conspiracy theory, okay. which is none of what other Annie does makes sense. Like, she attacks Annie. She leaves Neil alone. She can hop in and out. She doesn't do anything or make too much of a mess. She only goes after one room that we see. And all she, it's like it looks like she's kind of trying to, like, scare them, but not quite because there's no harm or anything like that. Which kind of makes me think that something like this has happened to other Annie before. Because almost she's not scared of anything that happened. She knows immediately where to look for that picture. And there's times where she stares straight at the other world camera. And she's just like looking back at our Annie and Neil. So it just kind of makes me think like, well, what if this has happened before? She saw an alternate version and she decided that the next if there's something happened yes. she was going to do something like what if all of it was fake and she was just scaring them and at the because the one thing you do know is that other annie wanted a kid she didn't get her kid from neil okay he he she probably did kill him but she probably went over to this world nabbed them and then killed our annie after the baby came like so that way she got her baby she got a nice neil and then like I guess maybe hop into another world I like it just it doesn't make sense it makes more sense in the sense like okay other Annie's been through this before and something else has happened I like that I feel like if they do a sequel that's what they should do with it like Like, yeah yeah. you're proposing you're proposing a trilogy here (laughs) yeah yeah yeah, they've left some stuff on the table some unanswered questions some you're right. A lot of it does not make sense, <laughs> but I appreciate you trying to apply some sense to it. Yeah, that could be a cool idea. Well, actually, that probably was a movie. I feel like was there a movie where somebody's going around killing all of their own alternate reality versions of the? Yeah, it was a Jet Li movie, I think, called The One. Isn't that what that was? He was going around killing all the other versions of himself. Maybe I don't know. I think so. I haven't seen that in a long time. But yeah, it's it's. I'm sure it's a movie that's been done before, but still sounds interesting uh, with this yeah I don't know. That, that's where i end up on it I, th- I think it's a i think it's a super interesting concept obviously hampered by budget hampered by the, <laughs> the explanation that could have been better and some unanswered questions and stuff but i was i mean it's 80 minutes you're in and out i wasn't i guess it sounds like you were bored but i was never bored with it i was always interested like oh what's gonna happen next i liked neil and annie a lot they're not like it's not like super great performances, but what I will give them credit for is that, and it might have to do with because we see a lot of close-ups of our Neil and Annie and other Neil and Annie are more sort of kind of middle, sort of mid shots, you know, they're never super close up to the camera. But even though it's the same actors, they just have different hair and facial styles, they felt like different people. Yeah. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, so that's that's a decent performance to me that the actors... I don't. I, I'm trying to think how to explain it. Just watching other Neil and Annie, they, they just they seem like very different people. It didn't seem like the same actors doing, and they're not even doing anything drastically. Like, oh, now I have a limp, you know, <laughs> like nothing like that. Just right, right. They actually felt like different people, which I don't know. That that seems like a good performance to me. So. That is true. Yeah. So it sounds like we're split. <laughs> I feel like I'm fairly positive on it. Yeah. You're pretty negative, Sai, and you're kind of in the middle. So. That's a good. That's I'm a good, in the middle. Yeah. <laughs> it's a good uh, 
ratio of things. Final thoughts on it before we start wrapping up? Not really. Just that it, it wasn't terrible. I didn't waste two hours and not 80 minutes of my life, but man. So you would you you liked the other movie we did better. Yeah. I understand. That was certainly a, a bare, you know, bigger budget movie for sure. Anyway. Okay. It's that time of the episode where I press the magic button to see what next week's episode chosen completely at random from everything streaming will be. Pressing the magic button now. Next week's movie is Invasion USA from 1985 starring the one and only Chuck Norris. Oh, yeah. A big, dumb, mid-80s action movie, I'm sure. I mean, Chuck Norris, so it's going to be big and dumb. <laughs> I, don't get Chuck, I don't get the Chuck Norris thing. I don't understand why people like him. There was, I mean, you guys are quite a bit younger than me, but there was there was a good 20 years there of just Chuck Norris jokes. Like, everyone oh, yeah, pretending yeah. that Chuck Norris is, like, the baddest ass, the coolest guy in the world, and I don't know how much of that was meant to be ironic and how much is people actually like, no, I fucking love Chuck Norris. I think people forgot it was ironic. Like That's yeah. Through. I think it started ironic and then became serious, <laughs> but I don't get it because the guy has all the charisma of a piece of drywall. Like, and that was before he became a weird. Like, did you ever see the video of him and his wife like, uh, saying that Obama is literally the devil? What? No. Like, lit. Like, what? They believed Obama was literally Satan, and made a video to talk about it. <laughs> so yeah, Chuck Norris kicked in the head a couple of times too many. I think. Anyway, Invasion USA from 1985. It is unsurprisingly on Tubi. Uh, also, Pluto TV or Roku channel if you have those, but I think Tubi is what most people would go to for that. And that'll be next week. That's everyone's homework. Should you choose to accept it? Where can people find you, my friends? We'll start with you, Sai. I can be found on Instagram at skulls underscore n underscore kittens. Or on Slasher as Ghouls and Machetes. Mm-hmm. Megan? Uh, you can find me on YouTube. I review horror novels and disturbing books. Um, I, uh, YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, uh, Captain Garbage on all of those. So. It's true. Now, the last two times you were here, you had a book recommendation based on the movie that we watched. Do you have one this week or... I was thinking about it. I don't necessarily have one tied to the movie, but I'm currently reading um, Haunted by Chuck Palahniuk. Ooh, that book book is five feet away from me right now. I can see it on my bookshelf. That's a good book. I'm love, you know, I love Chuck Palahniuk, but I hadn't read that one before. I just never committed the time to it. And I'm about halfway through right now and I, I fucking love it. So. Yeah, it's a good. It's it's got some. It's not. It's probably not my one of my favorites, but it's not one of my least mm-hmm. favorites either. It's pretty middle of the road for me. Yeah. For his stuff, because it gets, it starts real strong, gets real. I mean, it's him. It's getting weird isn't that weird, but it gets real weird by the end. But no, yeah, good, good book, good rec. I am as always at he Lambert seventy eight on Twitter. The show is that's so random p two. Show has an email address that's so random pod at gmail dot com. Artwork for the show by Joe Humphrey, who is at Mr. Joe Humphrey on Twitter and Slasher. I am also supposedly <laughs> the co-host, co-host of a podcast called Midwest Movie Maniacs that is nothing but horror movies. 
Um, we've recorded four or five episodes. Only one has come out because uh, my co-host is having real internet issues. <laughs> so someday the rest of those episodes will come out and we'll make some more. But until then, you can find the one <laughs> that's come out on Wolf Creek 2. Yeah, I, I, I'm assuming I'm still the co-host of that show. <laughs> I don't know. It's been months now, but we'll see what happens. I might cut that out. That sounds mean. I'm not trying to be mean. He's a good Damien's a good guy. I'm sure it'll come out eventually and we'll have more fun. So, yeah, one more time. Uh, Invasion USA on Tubi for next week. And on behalf of myself and Cy and Megan, uh, have a good week, everybody. And we'll see you back here for Chuck Norris shooting bazookas and kicking people in the face. He probably wrestles an alligator. I don't know. Or maybe... Invasion USA is like immigrants. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised. Anyway, oh, no. terrible. All right. Bye, everybody.